Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2017. This is Anil talking about Step 3. Hello, my name is Anil. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I'm the member of Manipon's Big Book Group and uh, it's very uncomfortable being this side of the, you know, I'm used to that side with all these lights and yes, so, and I am a bit nervous because I hadn't prepared anything Uh, and uh, as they say, this is is about third step, turn our wills and our lives to the care of God, so why not turn this share as well to the care of Him and let him work through me. So, yeah, um, how many times does an alcoholic, have you come across an alcoholic say that, thank God I'm an alcoholic, you know, and these things I've heard in this fellowship. Uh, I was completely lost in darkness and despair. And these days, I thank God almost every day for making me an alcoholic and bringing me to this wonderful program a program for life. You know, today it's not about staying away from drink because I hardly think of it. It's about how to live a meaningful, purposeful, useful, beautiful life. You know, how to enjoy the gifts of sobriety. Um, Just to go over my story, I grew up in India, Mumbai, in a very poor to middle class family. Uh, I had a childhood like any other in my neighborhood except for one fact that my father was an alcoholic and he used to come, I often used to see him come home drunk and beat my mother and I don't know what kind of effects it would have had on my psychology as a child. But one thing was for sure that the alcoholic genes were very much there in the family. So I grew up, I had this affection towards alcohol Right from a very early age, I was asthmatic, so my mom used to give me a spoonful of brandy. I don't know at what age, so I really can't. I like people when they say I had my first drink on so-and-so date, and they remember. For me, it wasn't so. It, <laughs> I don't really remember when I felt that alcohol, that effect of alcohol. And it, it did to me what it does to everyone else. You know, It made me happy. It made me feel lose, lose my fear and come out and, and gel socially. I grew up in Bombay. I studied for a couple of years in Goa. Goa is a heaven for 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 tourists and for drinkers, and you know, it, alcohol is cheap. So, so it took it took a, a foothold, in, especially in Goa, when I was studying. And came back to Bombay, worked. My life was good. You know, as a child, I wanted to be first a bus driver because I liked the, the way he controlled the bus, and I really wanted to be, you know, that huge thing. And then I slowly moved on. I wanted to be a doctor, a medical profession, you know, be, uh, be of use. I liked, my, whenever I was sick, the doctor, the way he checked, and I liked to play that doctor, you know. <laughs> so I had all these dreams. I never dreamt of being an alcoholic, you know. It wasn't my choice, okay. Seriously, it wasn't. And then, and then when I was one day sitting completely destroyed, in one of the chairs, in one in one of the rehabs, the charitable rehabs in Bombay, I wondered. And I had a very, very promising career. People said that I will do well because I was doing academically well and scoring good. You know, one of the toppers in school and everything. So I thought I had a very wonderful career in front of me. And more, so. but everything was destroyed because of this disease. Because slowly and slowly, alcohol was climbing up the priority list. You know, 
education was topmost when I was young, then job and money and house and all those things. But slowly, alcohol became the topmost, the most important thing. I failed to notice the early signs of disease in Goa. In Goa, I used to drink a whole bottle of rum and then drop my friends wherever they wanted to go and then come back and have more. You know, and I was very proud of that capacity. It is called increased tolerance to the of to alcohol, which is a which is a symptom of the disease. I genuinely thought that everyone liked and loved alcohol, but they all denied that they did so, like me. You know, so I thought everyone was the same, and there was nothing different with me. Had anyone told me that's a disease back in those days, I would have laughed it off. What nonsense, you should be in control of yourself, willpower, and all the things that people say, you know. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be scared, just, just drink and have control and, and drink it wisely. And the previous share was saying how to sit, you know. I used to practice all that and try to tell, repeat everything the next morning to everyone, whatever they did and how I remember everything and how good I am. And I was very, I was called the tank of Goa University and I was very proud of it, you know. Now when I look back, I said, no, I'm better off. But now I'm thankful that I was a tank, I was an alcoholic, and I found this program, and I'm so happy today. You know? <laughs> so, yes, uh, so I came, uh, I mean, everything, I got married. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm gay, so, you know. Uh, but in India, it's still considered uh, a taboo, and people don't talk about it, and, and, and everyone marries, so even I married. And... Uh, I have I had a child, uh, and and six months into the marriage, she six months when she was my she was a child, she thought she had enough of me and left me, and uh, I was happy. <laughs> you know, seriously, I like, okay now I don't have to worry about her nagging. I can drink whenever I want. In a couple of years, I lost my job. I was happy again. I looked at my bank balance and said, oh, there's enough. I can carry on for a few more months. And now I don't have to wait till 7 o'clock in the evening to drink. I can drink whenever I want. You know? And I started drinking in the morning. You know, jitters, you know, the first bar that I used to go to, I couldn't hold the glass. You know, I actually had to bend down all the way and then drink, have that drink. And only after that first drink did I feel okay to have some breakfast, to go back or do something. Then afternoon drink and last, last, last night drink and I used to black out, knock out completely. And the next morning cycle is to begin again. This was when I had no job. My mom and dad used to look after me. They did inc whatever they could. You know, we are born Hindus. So uh, uh, she, she probably would have prayed to almost all 330 million gods that we have. You know, <laughs> everyone. And she used to uh, and not only just our gods, she used to go to churches and other places as well. So you know, Jesus wasn't spared. But there was... There was no, 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 no solution. And, and there were times when she was completely in despair. I remember she said that, Anil, why don't you die once? If you die, we will be very happy because we will cry once and that's it. It's over. You know? and, and the same mom today says that, Anil, we are very fortunate to have a son like you. So these two extremes have been possible in, because of this program. You know, and they are actually now. This Easter, I went to India. They are staying with me now for a few months, and 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 they are at home. So, yeah, I I don't want to be a good son. I'm just doing whatever I am told to do in this program, and that's how people like me or whatever. And and I'm, they say many of my 
uh, my, many of my colleagues called me jokingly or something as God. They referred to me as Bhagwan, which is, which in Hindi uh, or English translates to God. I'm not God. I tried my level best not to be. And have, what I've done is only taken the third step accidentally. Accidentally. You know, what happened was, uh, after losing everything, uh, my parents put me in a rehab, a charitable rehab. This was $100 a month for the first three months. That's it. So you can imagine the kind of facility. It's free. Anyone who comes can, without money also, is taken in. And, and, and this is, they do uh, detox for a week or so, and we live in a shed, basically. It's, 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 we sleep on the floor, uh, uh, we eat just lentil, bread, rice every day, chicken given only on Sunday, so we look forward to that Sunday when afternoon we get the sun, you know. And the roof used to leak, asbestos roof, used to leak during monsoon, and we used to, we used to uh, sleep with buckets next to us so that we don't, our, our carpet doesn't get wet. So that's how, that's how my life was for, for 11 months of, of it. But, and, and the first week we had this morning yoga meditation session, 6 to 7 yoga, 7 to 7.30 was meditation, and something happened. I had given up. I don't know what happened. I just surrendered my mind, my soul, and my body, yoga, meditation helps that. I surrender to the power of my understanding. My power of understanding happens to be a Hindu god, which is an elephant head god and everything. But it doesn't matter which god it is. You know, I don't, I know, I just surrendered it to that higher power. And I said, now I am, I am defeated. You take care of whatever is going to happen next. I don't want to be, this is another life, you know. I was probably taking another birth. I don't know what happened. Tears were rolling down my cheeks. And it was after that. This was actually in a process for a week. And I felt lighter and lighter. And as if all my burden, worries, concerns were taken away. When I realized my parents had left me for good, I wasn't crying and getting angry and nothing like that. I was just given away. And I devoted myself to the service of, of patients around me, addicts and alcoholics. They were HIV-AIDS patients in that, in that rehab. And, 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 and we used to do a lot of uh, outreach programs in Bombay. We used to visit slums of Bombay, do the 12-step work, uh, organize street plays, you know, and, and all kinds of things, activities. And I was very happy because I was sleeping every night with the with a sense of self-worth. I was being useful back to the society. You know, I was doing something. As it's written in big book, the spiritual, spiritual progress always preceded material you know, gains. Never, never, it's, it's, it's never followed it. So my spiritual, that dynamic shift had begun much before everything else came in my life. So 11 months into this, on the culmination day of one of the anti-drugs day week, we have we are completely involved with different kinds of uh, outreach programs all through the week. Culmination day, last event, I got a call from someone saying that there is an opportunity for a job. Would you be interested? And this is in 2009. A global economic recession is still happening. People are losing jobs. I work in IT. I was out of job for two years. I didn't have a job. So two months, things change in IT, you know. You're outdated if you, are not, if you don't keep up with your uh, skills. And two years, I was probably a fossil, unemployable, you know. 
in in this situation and i had forgotten most of the things that i had learned and i went through four rounds of interview i had to fly between different cities they provided me the tickets and everything i didn't have any money i only had all my belonging at that time was a half a suitcase of few half sleeve shirts and some shorts and a couple of trousers that's it all i own so i my sister bought me a couple of shirts for the interview you know that time so i could go and give the interview and uh, i don't know how i cleared it you know and the next thing i was on a flight to melbourne okay i landed here then um, i did and the fellowship accepted me with open hands you know they didn't ask questions i only said i am an alcoholic they didn't look at the skin of my color they didn't look at my accent they didn't say i'm an alcoholic that's it and everyone embraced me into their folds i found a sponsor accidentally discovered again accidentally discovered a gay meeting gay a meeting here on friday nights i went for the twilight group on at 6 o'clock but i thought it was at 7 so i reached there at 7 only to find out in that list saying that oh this is getting over i mean 655 was there it was getting over and there was another meeting in the same venue called the gay pran meeting or something and i honestly thought it was the happy gay <laughs> meeting <laughs> seriously and i uh, stay okay fine i'll hang around there for a while one hour i hang hang around and i found that and i found people like me who had a similar sexual orientation and which helped me to a great extent i found my sponsor there who is not there anymore he's died couple of years ago but he was such a beautiful sponsor one of the best persons i've known and since then life has been totally different you know it has been taken care of i came to this country i'll i bought a flat in mumbai in a couple of years i invited my parents to live there and that's where they are living i call them up every day i came back here after buying the flat i discover only to discover that my contract was over and I had to go back to india and that means my salary wouldn't be enough to pay the mortgage so i looked out for jobs just i had 28 days otherwise i had to go back and just couple of days before i was meant to go i got another offer from an australian company for a full time job <laughs> okay so then i continued there so it's like i simply do my part i try but i leave the outcomes to the god to god and he looks at it, looks at everything you know here i was when i was here a couple of months and i had to give 35000 rupees to which i owed to my friends and uh, my salary i was getting paid in rupees in indian rupees and and that 1 lakh 50 50000 two months salary i was meant to give it to my sister who had helped me to travel and uh, i i had to pay this 35000 rupees also so i was thinking about it the whole day and that evening i was asked to share in a meeting and i shared about this the next day when i called my sister she says anil we have received a check for 33000 rupees 33000 rupees from your previous employer now this is the one who pays me after 2 years as final settlement for 2000 short okay for for the amount that i have to repay or pay someone so this is the look at the synchronicity the timing you know this is this is he is looking after me there is something that is looking after me only thing is what's what's demands is 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 faith you know is faith and faith requires a lot of courage i initially thought that it is some it is for the weak people who who don't believe in themselves who don't trust in themselves you know and then they should do on their own all that no it's actually requires lot more courage to hand over in some power which we can't even see there are doubts whether it exists or not okay so it requires a lot of courage and 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 i'm i'm telling you it's life is beautiful 
you know, today I, there are problems, you know, there are, I mean, there are, it's not a simple, you know, uh, garden walk, it's, it's, it has its challenges, but that's all life is, life is all about. And so long as I do my part, I'm confident that the results will work out one way or the other. And when I look back, I look at the outcomes and I say, oh, even if I didn't like that outcome at that point, it was the best thing that could have probably happened. Because, yes, uh, there, were, there were other things which I didn't look at at that point, of, point in time. So it's, it's, life is beautiful, you know, life is beautiful. I can go on listing the fruits of sobriety, but that would probably take up the entire weekend. You know? <laughs> so, so there are like n number of things. I was able to see, we had agreed, agreed, went on a mutual um, consent divorce. She didn't ask anything. I met my, I found out, I struggled to find the address and I got hold of the address. I saw my ex-wife. I saw my daughter after seven years and she called me daddy. You know? and that's, that's such a big thing. And I've seen her a couple of times since. And it's the biggest uh, thing. I got all the courage and strength from this fellowship. My sponsor told me how to approach her, what to say, how to do my ninth step, how to you know, approach each and every person and do what. And this was really, really, I mean, how much can an alcoholic who's completely lost and broken and homeless expect? You know, this, is, this is a new life for me, a brand new life. Okay. And, and I'm so grateful for having found this. And I want this message to reach as many people as possible. You know, uh, there, are, there are many people suffering out there. And, 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 and everyone needs to come into these rooms and listen and do just the simple things. It's not really hard. It's, it's simple. You know, if I take my third step, if I take my third step, then, you know, fear and faith can't exist together. I'm fearless. I can just be open. I can just be uh, the way I am. And, and, and I'm sure that there is something that will look after me and will take care of me, provided I do my actions. In, it's easier probably for an Eastern Hindu philosophy because they have a Gita's one saying is there, says that means do your actions and leave the outcomes to God. Okay, that's the main thing. Of, and that's what I've been doing. You know? I'm not trying to promote any religion here. I'm, I'm probably the least religious guy <laughs> in my community at least here. Yeah? And, and I don't really go into all this. Uh, but I know that there is no shame in believing or having a faith in God, the God that you choose to, you know, and... and, and and then looking at life with new lenses, uh, just going out this morning, this morning when we drove to uh, this place, uh, the, the sat-nav, the sat-nav took me through some nice, beautiful, you know, so beautiful trees in their autumn look, that orange look. And I was telling it to, and we, I was with another fellow member, and we shared the beauty of the drive. And, and, and I could see that and enjoy it. You know, as a drunk, I could never do that. So these very small, simple, simple things, you know, breakfast being cooked by my mom this morning, <laughs> you know, and, and evening dinners we have together. Uh, these things, really, they are priceless. And, and, and these are more important than money. And it comes, it goes, it comes again. But people, once gone, 
don't come back so they are priceless and thanks to this fellowship that i now value what's important it's a very life itself you know and i know and at no cost i'm going to give away my life to that chemical okay as one of the persons i know he says that anil we, we are i mean he is not an alcoholic but he has been supporting alcoholics anonymous his his, his rehab in in india and he visits melbourne too and he keeps saying uh, anil this is a chemical problem and since it's a chemical problem there is no chemical solution but there is one it's called a spiritual solution and you have to accept it it's that's what can help you cure your mental obsession if not the physical craving thank you thanks for listening information about the annual melbourne aa steps weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au thanks for letting us share